As a producer, I fully understand that there are a lot of confusing terms and words that get thrown around whenever you want to check out a beat or want to buy a beat or lease a beat. So today I'm going to uncover what all those words mean to take all the confusion out of the buying process and make things as easy as possible for you. What's going on is Pimp Fried Rice and welcome to the Music Into Millions podcast. Thank you guys for joining me again. Um, we are going to be talking about, like I said, getting the terms and everything like that for buying your beats in order so that way you're not confused next time you go to purchase a track. So first off, we're going to talk about what a lease is. Um, a lease essentially means that you are using something but you do not own it exclusively. So if you lease a beat, that's just like if you were to lease a house. That means that you're paying somebody to use it um, but you do not have ownership over that house. Um, same idea with a car. So basically when you lease a beat, the producer has rights to sell that beat again, and he will continue to sell that until it's bought out exclusively, which we'll talk about in a couple seconds. So now that you know what a lease is, whenever you buy a beat from a producer, there's something you guys have in place called a lease agreement. And that's basically terms set in place by the producer. Sometimes it's agreed upon by the producer and the artist, depending if you guys have a working relationship. And what that does is it says, okay, this is how many times you can use this beat. This is what you can use the beat for. And after you exceed this, then you have to, you know, release the beat or something like that. So those are basically just terms set by the producer for how you can use the beat. So don't be confused by hearing lease agreement. It's really just a set of terms. If you're confused on what a producer's specific lease agreement terms are, just ask him. A lot of times a producer will let you know. And if not, just start looking up what these terms mean on Google. They're not as confusing as you think, trust me. So once you got a lease agreement and you're leasing a beat, there is something called a limited lease. And basically what that means is once you purchase the beat to use, you can only actually use the beat X amount of times before you have to release the beat again. So every producer has a different number for this. Like with my uh, limited leases, it's 50,000 plays. So basically if you get 50,000 streams, you have to release that beat, which a lease, um, a limited lease on a beat is typically the cheapest license that you can get. Like my leases I sell for 25 for an mp3 and 35 for a wave and I'll explain what both of those two things mean if you don't know already But basically yeah, you can only use that beat so many times before you have to release it And that's typically the cheapest lease of all of them all So yeah, that is a limited license where you can only use the beat so many times before you have to release the beat again Which like I said, it's fairly cheap. Maybe like 20 30 dollars something like that um, so after that you have what's called an unlimited license and the unlimited license is a step above the limited license to where you never have to release this beat again. Basically, you can get as many plays as you want, you can use it however you want. Um, that essentially is yours to use, but because it's still a lease, it's not yours exclusively. The producer still can sell the beat to other artists, but you don't ever have to release the beat because you can get as many streams off of it as you want. Now, these are typically a little bit more expensive, like with my store personally. I sell these for $99 because they're never going to have to come back to me. They can essentially do whatever they want once they have it. So then that is the unlimited license and a limited license. But what if someone wants to beat just to themselves? They don't want to have to deal with the issues if, if someone has used it before. Well, then you go and buy the beat exclusively. And what that means is you buy the beat. It is yours. The producer can never sell it again. And this typically comes at the highest price. Um, this is typically like I sell mine personally for $300 because... Once I sell that beat, I can no longer make any money off of it. That is your beat. I can't resell it anymore. You can use it for what you want, when you want, how you want, everything like that. 
So then trackouts is the next thing. And basically trackouts, it sounds like it's confusing, but it's not. It's literally just the individual stems of the beat. And a stem is just a file. So like, say your beat consisted of a piano, a guitar, and then drums. It would be the piano is one stem, the guitar is one stem, and then all the different drum sounds are different stems. So basically what happens is you can take all those individual stems and audio files, put them into wherever you're recording at, and you can actually change the beat slightly. Like you can change the volume of things, you can add different effects to different sections, you can take uh, things out of different sections. It gives you a little bit more freedom to customize the beat how you want to. Now not every producer actually offers track out, so don't be confused if you don't see that option somewhere on a website. That is really just personal preference if they want that to happen. I don't usually sell track outs personally, but I'm not opposed to depending on certain scenarios. But like you can't just go on my website and buy a track out. You would have to come specifically to me. Um, yeah, and then one thing I do want to cover, I actually didn't put it on my terms list, which is what I'm reading today so I don't forget anything, um, is royalties. So when even if you lease a beat, even if you buy it exclusively, you are still entitled to give the producer royalties because he still created that beat. He still is a composer and a songwriter. Even if you exclusively buy that beat, unless he tells you that he's giving up his royalties, you still owe him 50% royalties, which is split right down the middle, which means whenever people listen to the song or check out the music video or listen to it on the radio or stream it or whatever, you're both getting paid from that song. And we've covered before about streams, and we'll definitely cover streams again more in detail, but that's just a quick little thing I wanted to add in there because royalties, just because you buy exclusive or just because you lease does not mean that the royalties are exempt. You still have to give the producer his royalties, and the producer still has to give the artist his royalties. Anybody who works on the song, even if they only write one line or if they only add one note, they're still considered a songwriter for that song. Uh, lastly, I just want to talk about the two different audio files that you typically find. And number one is an MP3, which we all essentially know what an MP3 is. It's the audio file that you get. Um, you listen to music as MP3s. Um, a lot of times, like when you download something, it's an MP3. But it's actually the lowest quality, not the lowest, but it's the lower quality of the two. Um, it's okay to get MP3s, it's not going to hurt your song but it's not the highest quality that you can get for when you're mixing and getting everything put together. The highest quality that you can get is actually a wave. Um, now I suggest using waves personally. I try to get people to use waves as much as possible because they're the industry standard. So basically when you use a wave, it's a little bit higher quality than an MP3. It has a higher bit rate and it actually just uploads into a lot of DAW or software just essentially immediately without having to do any converting. Sometimes you have to convert an MP3 to a wave before you can even use it in a certain software system. So that is essentially just a couple beat terms and you know things that I was hopefully trying to clear up some confusion for you guys so the next time you're out buying beats you're not like what does this mean? Am I gonna get screwed over? Because I don't want that to happen. I want you guys to be as informed as possible because when you guys are informed it makes the buying process a whole lot easier not only on my end as a producer but on your end as an artist so you're not getting screwed over. So that is the basic couple terms. Make sure you guys learn these terms if you have any more questions about other terms, drop it in the comments below. I'd love to answer your questions. If you're on YouTube, leave a like and subscribe. If you're on Anchor or Spotify or Apple Podcasts, make sure you subscribe as well. The more people we get subscribed, the more people we can reach, the more artists we can help. Otherwise, have a great day.